Yeah. Wait for the shit to start. <laughs> Fuck it. Welcome back to another episode of On A Mental Note, a coffee table style podcast where we discuss on how to change, grow, and evolve your mind. Today, me and Krell will be talking about old school versus new school. So sit back, grab your coffee or a fucking energy drink, and enjoy this show. Yes, sir. Or a cup of chaga. Chaga reishi mushroom, mushroom. shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. I uh, I was listening to like the the last show and we were like, fucking go from laughing to more laughing. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's fun. Fuck it, whatever. It's fun. We were having uh, some good drinks too. I don't know what oh, the fuck, fuck you made. That was too good. <laughs> it, 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 it sneaked up on me. Both of us. Bro, I was, Bro, we I was like, fine. <laughs> I was fine, and then we were like, you know, we did the podcast, and then we we watched the fight, and then next thing you know, I was like, what the fuck, bro? I don't, <laughs> I I remember seeing the first one, and then I'm like, dude, it's already over. And it was like eleven. It was late, huh? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Fucking style bender. I was like, what? What happened? What? Is that what it was? I don't even remember. I don't, I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. It's funny. We were talking about um, how, how it seems like there's a lot of a, a soft generation. Yeah, it's called a, the soft pavement generation. <laughs> Tell me a little thing about the comedian. Yeah, he uh, he pretty much D- talked about. Wait, wait, like, do you remember his name? Oh fuck, he's oh, he, he's a new comedian on Netflix. Oh, you're getting fucking old, bro. Usually you're but pretty good. He he said that uh, kids nowadays feel like they're entitled to a lot of shit, uh-huh. which is like the soft pavement generation. Because back in the day, I remember fucking playground. The 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 slide was made out of metal. Metal, yeah, and then the pavement was just hard ass cement with broken or, glass <laughs> or sand with shit in there yeah exactly yeah. or like the uh the well the the wood chips are new right I, you know what okay here's what i remember i remember i feel like they went from concrete to sand mm-hmm. and then sand to wood chips and the wood chips didn't fucking hold up so they went to that that foam that f- weird ass foam freaking thing which oh. is better than our mats <laughs> i don't know it can be <laughs> yeah i remember uh i used to go to this like park when i was a kid called maywood, mm-hmm. maywood park yeah and they had that ginormous skyrocket you know it was like yeah, a yeah, metal yeah. skyrocket mm-hmm. you'd climb all the way to the top and everybody would need to shake the shit out of that thing right <laughs> and like that's where really you earn your fucking stripes yeah you know? exactly like, if you bitched out that everybody'd be like fucking little bitch <laughs> <laughs> and you'd sit up there and watch your whole fucking life flash before your eyes why do you why do you think uh like the new generation nowadays, especially like, uh, you know, how soft our society has come. Why, why do you think that is? Well, I think part of it, I think. Here I go, what the fuck I think? <laughs> it's all good, man. I, part of it, part of it, I feel, is um, we've done too much coddling, you know? So yeah. there, there's good and bad, and I'll tell you um, how I look at them both ways. So uh, I, I do think it's inclusion is very important, yeah. regardless of ace. Uh, race that's age age and race (laughs) race you know like regardless of race age sexual orientation all that Mm -hmm. shit i think all that it's important to include people i think like when you watch uh and no lie when i watch black panther i thought that was a great movie because it showed black people in a positive light most of the times you don't see that right yeah yeah um but i 
I was watching something or you know what? It might have been maybe Harrison I was talking to, but like like they would call him like uh weird names or something like and I don't know if it was him or somebody was telling me he was an Asian. It was somebody Asian I know. Mm-hmm. And they used to call him Chop Chop or something like that. Chop Chop. And it was like <laughs> this uh this cartoon back in the 60s or 70s and it was like this asian guy had big teeth big asian teeth mm-hmm. and yellow and the shit. chiclet teeth the, yeah the yeah fucking big hat yeah the, and, the triangle hat yeah and he said you know it affected him forever and i was like see like that's the craziest shit that that um what was your nickname when you were uh, a kid fuck dude uh <laughs> i didn't have a fucking nickname oh okay everybody was gonna be like fuck but I you know how like there there's uh some kid in your neighborhood that has a fucking nickname and you don't even know their real name because they just own that nickname well that's you know it's funny uh they always say like latin people are the worst right yeah your nickname is like your worst fucking like <laughs> like your worst insecurity exactly. like right like you're fucking fat they're like hey gordo ven pa acá, <laughs> <laughs> but i i don't know like i do think that we coddle we, we coddle too much yeah and we gi- we've given too much um too much space to people to like feel they can say whatever they want without repercussions mm, yeah Be- because back in my day listen you want to talk shit yeah talk like shit. let's say we disagree you want to mm-hmm. talk shit that's cool but yeah. there's repercussions for that shit mm-hmm. right yeah you know like uh um, gotta own up to your own shit bro well well i <laughs> The, the great example I used recently, I was and I hate watching these, but I was watching a video of this girl threw a rock at somebody, somebody's uh, driver side window. Like the person's in the car, throws a rock at, at the car, but the rock doesn't break the window. The big ass fucking rock mm-hmm. doesn't break the window. <laughs> and the person in the Honda backs up, goes over the island and runs that person over. Okay. Okay, and then I always just say like, "Hey, man, fuck around and find out, yeah, right?" Like, exactly. And I said, "People want to do illegal shit, but then complain when something illegal gets done to them." Yeah, exactly. Right. Which is which is crazy because they they never see the cause and effect of the actions that they take, right? And that's what it is. It's also the social media generation. Yes. Where like they just say shit in social media. They talk shit. They. They think that it's not going to come back on them because, because there's, there's no that, repercussions. Yeah, there. there's there's that medium where yes. like <laughs> I'm gonna fucking talk shit, fuck you. Yeah, and it it sucks because it desensitizes us on showing empathy because you don't know the other person on the other side. The the media doesn't do us any favors. Yeah, right? exactly. They, it makes they, it worse. They portray uh, like the worst. No, I don't want to say the worst, but they portray the extremes of everything. Yeah, like let's say uh, like. Uh, I'm not even going to go with the LGBT, the XYZ, yeah, like, yeah. like the gay community, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whenever they show uh, people of that community on TV, it's always the most outlandish people. Like, mm-hmm. there's gay gay people out there that look normal, yeah. act normal and everything, talk normal, everything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, some people you would never even know. They always show, like, the rainbowed hair, pink-haired, yes, green. The flamboyant, flamboyant yeah. up to the extreme, right? They do that for like every the unicorns. Yeah, like, um, like, let's say Black Lives Matter or black people. They only show you the fucking, like, people, the worst people Mm -hmm. they can find you. They don't show you, like, why don't they talk about Black Wall Street, where they had all these black successful people in Atlanta, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Or, you you know, like, uh, Bruce's Beach, that they just gave back their fucking beach that they Mm -hmm. stole from them, right? They they don't show you that, but they don't show you the articulate, well-educated, successful people that, that... would make uh would make us have models to look up to that look like us. Yeah. When I was a kid, like I remember the only person that I remember that uh spoke like me and didn't look like me, but spoke like me was Fernando Valenzuela, right? Oh, okay. 
and he came to my elementary school, and I was like, oh, fuck, this guy speaks Spanish like me, and he's famous. Oh, shit. Right? Yeah, that's a, that's a good idol to look up to, right? Yeah, I, he, you know, but it, it's all in hindsight, right? But that's mm-hmm. all I had, because yeah. everything else was like, you know, white America. But at least it, it planted that um, idea of a person who is successful. But I was like, I suck at baseball, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to find your own niche, right? You got to find... Um, one thing that also Cheers. oh shit, let me open it. Yeah. Oh. Not, 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 damn, bro, not non alcoholic, non alcoholic. I swear, <laughs> fucking slurring our words. <laughs> but one thing that um, confuses the new generation, including us, um, is that we have so many options, so many fucking options of becoming who we could be, and so many ideas that that it kind of pollutes our brain on focusing on one thing. And we have this idea of being successful is being a somewhat a Swiss army knife of knowing every single thing out there. That's what I am. Like, <laughs> like one example, one example is, um, a, I think I mentioned this previously, is that your way of thinking is depends on who you follow within social media. And if you, especially if you're, if you're not aware of how you're scrolling through social media, for example, if you, if you follow like, okay, a home designer, a motivational speaker, a, a entrepreneur, your mind doesn't know where to go on that because those are the things you love, all of the things that you love. So therefore, oh, I have to be a home designer. I have to be an entrepreneur and a motivational speaker all at the same time. So you get confused. You don't know what to do. And that's what this generation is is about because they don't know what exactly is their niche. Like you found your niche. I I don't. I think so. I don't know, man. It's funny you say that. I think it's okay to dream big. It is. Definitely. But I think what people forget is to dream realistic. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. Some people will see uh, social media make you think you can become, um, you know, a millionaire overnight, mm-hmm. but they don't show you the struggle. A lot of those people. Yeah. They don't show the failure part or the or some of the people have great backing. Mm-hmm. Right. Like um, I, I think the one thing like mentorships are important. Right. Mentorships are important. But how do you get one? You know what I mean? Like everybody wants to be mentored by Gary Vee. Like mm-hmm. he doesn't have time for everybody. Yeah, exactly. But you gotta just find someone who has similar qualities as them. Or it's almost like the I, I call it the like, let's say the Joe Rogan theory, right? What is the Joe Rogan theory? Like, just fucking do something you love, and work your ass off in doing it, and eventually it'll pay off. Mm-hmm. But but nobody wants everybody wants a quick payoff. Yeah. Now Joe Rogan amazing like he's always had a great ability now he's an actor so don't forget he mm-hmm. knows how to like talk in front of a lot of people mm-hmm. that's that's something you learn yeah right like learning how to talk to people is something you learn yeah definitely and it's all about acting yeah too. your communication is something you can learn mm-hmm. right so if you if you talk a certain way and it doesn't get you anywhere you may have to change the way you talk isn't everything about acting though majority of so. it is like so. acting and have you watched uh dave's Dave Chappelle's new, uh, it's not really yes. a stand-up, but it was no, so good. It was good. fucking great. And it I caught so it by awesome. the one at the college, right? Yeah. Where he goes to rename. It was so awesome. Dude. I thought it was great. It was so awesome because he he said this. When he, he wanted to be a comedian, one of the comedians told him to become an actor first. And he's like, what the fuck? What do you mean? Yeah. So he went up and he auditioned on becoming an actor. 
and the the people from the audition asked him like do you really want to be an actor and he's like no i don't i want to be a comedian yeah <laughs> and they, they actually signed him up yeah, which no, is crazy I, i actually thought that was the best part of that whole um skit i don't want to call it a skit but what, what do we call that like an open mic um more of a speech yeah i It's, thought that was the best part because it made you realize like you look at dave chappelle fucking cool he's funny but you didn't realize all this fucking work he put in right oh, yeah, but definitely. but why, how did he get there he, he had was, parents that fucking backed him to the fucking shit you mm -hmm. know what i mean not only that that one's a plus where someone backs you up but one thing that he stuck through and through is sticking to his authentic self he'll never sell his soul for something else yeah remember he said when he signed up for comedy central and then he got the second season and then the third season and then they want to change something up they told him you can pay me the lowest of low but you can't tell me what to do you can't um he, stop me from becoming an artist yeah he had that great one where he talks about that where Uh, he's using the n-word and the word bitch you know mm -hmm. what i mean like, yeah hey i can say the n-word I, i can't say the n-word but i can say bitch you know yeah that's that's what yeah <laughs> it, I, anyway i thought that whatever that was i think it was for like a, a dedication to a theater yeah his, it's uh it's a school that he his alma mater he was he was in and they actually wanted to name it after him the dave Chappelle theater which yeah. is like uh, such an honor right and how the wolf people were but <laughs> but he said no I, i don't want that and you know he changed it but I, anyway i highly that, recommend it that whole thing was great yeah like, it was the, great the message is great mm -hmm. the artistic nuance of things were like you know why are we so afraid of being canceled and not only that why are people trying to cancel other people by showing their artistic way of talking about things you know what i did i do realize though um and it can be Uh, financial advisor mm -hmm. it can be selling homes or something <laughs> once you make it it's easy to tell people how to do it yeah definitely right like uh, i'll give you two examples uh there's a lady who's like you need to have like nine months of savings do this and then one time i was watching her uh, Susie orman maybe and she's like oh 401k is trash mm -hmm. and i'm like it's fucking trash to you because you're a multimillionaire. but if you don't have shit a 401k is okay yeah But, you know, they want to give everyone the wrong message. So now you'll have this uh, young, let's say this young person, 21, like, oh, fuck that. I'm, I'm going to not put any money in my 401k. Yeah. Because at 21, you feel invincible. You yeah, know? definitely. I remember when I was 21. Yeah. No, <laughs> me too. I was like, yeah. yeah. And I always put money away. Always. Mm -hmm. My whole life, you yeah. know. And there was times I was like, fuck, I'm putting too much away. But I was like, when I look at it now, I'm like, that was a, that was a great investment. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I think those type of people can lead you the wrong way same like Chappelle can Chappelle can fight the 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 cancel culture because he's got enough money mm -hmm. but some like if you're an upcoming comedian you can't afford that risk yeah you can't definitely especially if it's your own livelihood right but you got to be smart because um not only that don't sell your soul for anything what well, shit look at what happened to Mario Lopez what happened to him you remember so he was on a And, and I like Mario because I think he's been like a Latin dude. And <laughs> he's, been, he's awesome. Yeah, he's been he's a Latin funny. dude and he's always been like pushing the thing. But yeah. somebody had asked him something like, oh, do you think, um, you know, five-year-old kids should decide their gender? And he's like, no, they're five. And the fucking cancel culture came after yeah. him. And then he had to apologize and shit. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know what I was talking about. Yeah. yeah see, but you have but to see, stick like, to your own guns, but you see, know? Since then, I was like, 
Uh, but you know that dude's just watching his fucking money and his career on TV. He can't lose that. Yeah, but it's kind of sad, you know. Yeah, it's it's very sad. And your if you have a magic wand, mm-hmm. what can you do, or what can you wish for, to counteract this cancel culture? Well, I I do think that we put too much emphasis on uh, on like people's identity, mm-hmm. like. Are you gay, straight, his or hers, trans? Like, who gives a fuck? Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, I don't care. I, I, what I'd prefer you to do is be a good fucking human. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if you uh, if you agree to do a job somewhere, do that job 100%. Yeah. Like, if you agree to make tacos at Taco Bell, make the best goddamn tacos. And if you don't like it, mm-hmm. figure out how to be a manager, how to run that fucking place. But people don't do that. Or figure out a way to get out of there. Or figure right. out how you can know how to do everything so you can run, own one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, but people don't, don't, they don't want to put the work in. One thing. You, what about you? What do you think? For me is that. Um, yeah, for you. I would want people to not impose their own beliefs on others. You know, I mean, like you said, everybody wants to do good, right? Everybody wants to give some people hints on how to live their life. But the problem is, is that that idea, the belief that they have becomes their ego and they hold on to that idea and it's their identity. And then when someone questions it, they cancel it right away. And what happens is that there's this clash and there's this, uh, you know, tension between two different beliefs. Like me and you don't have the same beliefs all the time. We we have disagreements, but of course, Do we? we? <laughs> But we, I never see that though. Do you know why? Yeah. Why? Because I view it as we're we're two different people and we have our own opinions. Yeah. You know why though we mm-hmm. have our own opinions? Because we grew up we didn't grow up together. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Not not even that. Even though if you grew up together, you you guys have two different identities. I, I think we we forget that ev- you know everybody's know, an individual. A hundred percent. And I never one of the big things that I've always done my whole life is I never compare life situations, right? Like yeah, uh, because what you may feel is like the most fucked up part of your life can be minimal to someone else, mm-hmm. right? But to compare, you don't know. Yeah, you know exactly. What? You don't know what's going on inside yeah. of them. Or you don't know how it happened or what it. I don't know. I always remember like uh, uh, Chael Sonnen was like, you know, and he's a crack shit jokes. I think mm-hmm. I, I even think I posted it, but he was like, you know, I grew up. My neighbors were twins. <laughs> You know, in the hard streets of a fucking Bend, Oregon. Where was it? And he's like, my neighbors were twins and they only had one Mercedes. Can you imagine the fucking struggle? I was like, this fucking clown. And then, yeah, and then he was saying something like he was that he was walking home and his neighbor pulled up in his BMW and he and he threw paper like trash out the window. And he's like, I had to see these people litter. <laughs> But you know what I mean? Like when I when I hear that's funny to me, but I think it's all just about perspective. I think it was just it was just a a, a punch at the cancel culture where like, you know, they want to oh you know, you comparison pretty much, you know. Well, dude, can you think of like you think Eminem would have made it this like right now? No. Yeah, no. You know what I mean? No. A lot of things in the past, like especially T V shows and stuff like that, wouldn't have made it. Bro, they canceled Pepe Le Pew because he was too aggressive. (laughs) For real. So where's a cat? (laughs) 
And the fucking Yosemite <laughs> Sam because he's shooting like the fucking rabbit. Yeah, that's fucking crazy though. Those cartoons are crazy though. The, you the watch Looney, them here. Like, <laughs> dude, I I grew up watching me, Looney me too, Tunes. but they're fucking crazy. But look where we at now. We're fucking fine. We know we know the difference between violence and you know like reality. We know the difference. We yeah. can we can tell between okay, that's just a fucking cartoon. Okay, they respawn. They they don't die. <laughs> well, they do that with all the movies too. If you notice, right? Mm-hmm. Everything's a like a rebirth or a remake of something. Even mm-hmm. music, you know. Yeah. You know, like even music, everyone takes something from like the seventies and eighties and and redoes it because they can't come up with their own shit. Yeah. So I think we've lost a lot of individuality. There's a lot more people um, that you can access, but we've lost individuality. Yeah. And I think the cause of that is the numbers of communicative uh, technology that we have that it kind of diluted the authenticity of everybody else. Yeah, I remember I used to remember people's phone numbers. Oh, yeah, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, right. I used to memorize mm-hmm. people's phone numbers, right? Cause, but I can only memorize one. Fuck. <laughs> Sometimes I got to dial my own number in my head. <laughs> but yeah. it's crazy, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah. What do we do to fix it? I believe... It depends on the individual and what what we could do is we could work on ourselves first before we start working on the world. And the only thing, one thing that I really like is that that monk talked about it. He said, if you are not reducing the suffering around you, you will be suffering inside forever. Do you feel that though? Do you think that's true? Yeah, it's yeah. true. It's true within itself because in, in truth and in essence is that when you work on yourself, you have to be kind to yourself. Like you said, when you the way you speak to yourself becomes you. A hundred percent. Because I, words I are spelling. Yeah. yeah, words are spelling, and it is a spell. Yeah, you cast a spell on yourself. Yeah, yeah. Especially when you start with the word "I am." When you say "I am this," you become it. But you, I think, you have to learn to check yourself. Yeah. Right, because mm-hmm. sometimes I'll put on and be like, "Fuck, I'm a fat piece of shit." <laughs> right, like I put on a shirt or something. Right, <laughs> you but, look at you, you're like, "Oh fuck," <laughs> you know. But like, uh, it's crazy. We may say that as a joke in a certain way, but it's really affecting us. Yeah, um, and and if you and if like, I always feel like uh, I was watching some comedian. He was talking about like, um, like that they had a model and she was big and shit, and he was like, mm-hmm. "Get that fat bitch off that magazine!" Like she mm-hmm. got herself there mm-hmm. by eating. Yeah. She can get her ass off there by working out. <laughs> I was like, damn. But yeah. like, nobody wants to hear that shit. Nobody wants to hear that. Yeah. I, I don't even know. Um, I wonder what the schools would be like with the coaches because you can't even fucking yell at the kids. Yeah, you can't. Well, I guess you got to talk to talk to them in a certain way now. Like where it's more um, like higher intelligence instead of just yelling at them like hey whoa, whoa, whoa. yeah you fucking piece of shit yeah <laughs> learn to fucking tackle you know? <laughs> fucking take them down you motherfucker yeah <laughs> i don't know it's um it's one of those things where um you can go too far you can go too extreme mm-hmm. but then the opposite of that is just like too soft too soft and then what do you create yeah there's there's like you said when we were talking about this before balance balance is always key Especially when you're trying to be soft and hard towards people, right? Sometimes there is a tough love, you know, that concept of tough love where like, yeah, you, the reason why you're saying the, the harsh things is because you care about this person. Like, I would rather tell you tell me like, oh, you're fucking up, bro. Like, 
instead of i don't want to hear sweet shit oh you're doing good yeah but you also you got to realize like if i told you that you come from a military background they didn't give a fuck there Mm -hmm. and i tell people like what do you think you're going to the military to do Mm -hmm. like to learn a craft you're full of shit you're gonna go learn to kill somebody yeah and follow command yeah they're not you're not there to fucking think you're there to do what someone tells you to do Mm -hmm. they do not want any kind of soldier or person in the battlefield be like fuck dude should i press this button you know, no, press the fucking button, bro. We gotta go. <laughs> Blow them up. Yeah. Fuck. You know what I'm no, seriously. Yeah, that's that's how the military works. Like you know, you know, let's say the Marines, it, you gotta be fucking me. You gotta brainwash these motherfuckers. They're going into war. Mm-hmm. They don't yeah, you don't want a guy tough. sitting there thinking about like, oh shit, I miss my dog. <laughs> yeah, Dick, you, fuck your dog, let's go. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, exactly. Seriously. But people don't realize that because they'll watch a movie and they think it's just like, oh, like Top Gun, they're fucking playing volleyball on the beach. No, they're mm. fucking not. <laughs> you know what i mean like <laughs> one thing i i really like though is uh having friends that are true and authentic me by saying that is that i want friends that are harsh towards me especially if i'm fucking up like you know like when i do something wrong they tell me straight up like bro you're that's 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 not right yeah you know you gotta like they check me mm-hmm. they make sure that they challenge who checked you for not training for a month you bro i had to check myself like remember what we were talking like we we were just talking about you know self-talk and all that stuff right i'm learning how to be more kinder to myself like when i start doing that i'm like exercising that instead of like beating myself down i'm already fucking down like, yeah. why am I doing that to myself? Instead of saying, like, no, it's you're, you're, you're good. So what I did is that I had to talk myself out of that. And I said, you know what? Yeah, I'm not going to training, but it's okay. I could still do some other stuff. So I started working out at home. Do and you, it made me feel good. Do you not go to, have you not gone because your schedule was busy? Or or you were just tired and you're like, hey. What's crazy is that is the, my schedule is not super busy. Mm-hmm. It's just that there's a lack of structure. Where versus when I was here, I was I was busy. Like I wake up in the morning, I go to work in downtown LA, and then fucking come sit in fucking traffic, and yeah. then come back, and then I still go train. But there was a structure. I like going back to San Diego. It's like starting a new structure, and I'm trying to build that structure. Interesting, yeah. You know, trying to be busy again, but yet I'm not so busy right after work that. It makes me like, ugh, I don't want to fucking go. It's so weird, huh? Fucking, it's, it's so like, weird. wow, I can, my joints don't hurt. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like so like, you know, I have so much time that I felt like I don't need to do this. You know, I'm like, I'm just, I got lazy. But when I was super busy, I, I wanted to go. It forced me to go. Now, do you think because, um, because of how you were raised and like, let's say we weren't, we weren't, we didn't come up with the participation medal saga yeah do you think that's why we're extra hard on ourselves i think so you know we we uh always see like ourselves as like if we fuck up we're failing or or i always wonder if um part of that is what we listen to as well right yeah because uh let's say like okay now david goggins too super extreme we're not gonna Mm. i'm no one's gonna be there right Mm -hmm. super extreme even joe rogan's a little extreme you got everyone trying fucking mushrooms Everyone trying fucking alpha brain. Have you, you have you uh, watched that uh, new Netflix documentary about psychedelics? How to change your mind? Uh, yeah, I'm. I think I'm on the second one. So Simon. Yeah, but you know it's it's funny. Like uh, I um, uh, uh, I think that's the second one. I think I'm on the yes. first one. I think I just finished the first one, which yeah, was uh, LSD. 
Yeah, LSD. Mm -hmm. But now, and I'll be the first to admit, I'm guilty of a lot of things when it comes to drugs, right? But not not doing them, but like yeah. uh, perceptions. Yeah. Um, and I'll, I'll give you an example. Like I had, um, I've always thought because of what I was told and th like I always thought like people that smoke weed are fucking dumb as fuck, mm -hmm. right? And but I had a like I'm gonna call him my mentor, but a business guy who would always smoke every morning, just a couple hits, two mm -hmm. hits, fucking super smart fucking dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I do think that um, whatever the media or the narrative is makes you have a different perspective on drugs. Mm -hmm. um, That's I, in anything. No, I know. But like when we get to LSD or mushrooms and shit, the, the reason the government make those look bad is because they probably have some medicinal help for some people. But there's they want to figure out how to capitalize the fucking money, yeah. which I think happens with cannabis. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, Tulsi Gabbard, uh, you know, I Tulsi Gabbard, I, I love her too. Love her. And I like her. She's a Democrat, but she's fucking cool as shit. Yeah. Um, she, she posted something the other day about this girl in uh, this basketball player that's locked up in Russia for cannabis. Mm -hmm. um, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay. He was like. Uh, that was in uh, overseas, somewhere in Russia. Was Russia, it Russia? In Russia, yeah. yeah. Russia, yeah. They're like, it's funny that the administration wants to set her free when she broke a law there. But they, you know, uh, she had cannabis on her. It's illegal in Russia. Right. And mm -hmm. like, and they're trying to set her free. I'm like, why don't you set all the fucking people that are locked up here for cannabis? Yeah, exactly. Right. Why not? Yeah. Like you can do that right now. Yeah. Decriminalize it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's interesting, man. He I, calls out a lot of bullshit. But from, dude, they fucking try to, they try to, they try to cancel her. her. Dude, yeah. She put that girl. No, she's a fucking officer in the fucking military and he, she's a paramedic. She's dude, a she medic. works out. Like, I don't yeah. know. She serves. She works she looks, out. When I see her, she looks very presidential to me. Yeah, in my opinion, she's presidential. Yeah, you know, so, but <laughs> not only she's like fucking, she has authority, she has the background to back it up. And not only that, she, she fucking rolls with her word. Yeah. You know, she doesn't, she's no bullshit person. She's she articulates authentic. herself very well. Very well. <clears throat> yeah. Very well. And that comes, have you heard her on Joe Rogan when she talked about yeah, her I think background? She, um, I she was with Jocko. Yeah, yeah. You know? I think she, she was on there twice. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, I, anyway, we have just, we have a lot of different people just influencing everybody, mm -hmm. but I think the, the primary person that should influence you is you. Yeah, definitely. Right? You have but to I have do, your own voice. Yeah. And I do agree with you. What, what you say, we all want to be Swiss army nice for sure. Cause I always tell people like, uh, I always uh, uh, classify myself as like a modern day Renaissance man. Mm -hmm. Right. Cause I can, I can fix shit. I can do whatever, you know, mm -hmm. I'm, I, I'm fucking fully independent. I can do all that stuff, but, mm -hmm. and that's okay. Um, but you do have to find something that you enjoy and is your niche as a career. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. But we do have so much information and it's, it's great to absorb as much as you can, but figure out what works for you. Yeah, exactly. And then also find things that you enjoy and you can incorporate it to the thing that you're focusing on. But do you, do you think that having so much information readily available leads to a softer culture? I think so because of this called wokeness where like every information is based upon race, ethnicity, or it's the same fucking thing. Uh, but it shows like the bad side of certain things, you know, and they focus, they magnify the negative stuff instead of the positive stuff that comes out of it because you know one can't exist from from the other yeah did, did i ever i might have said this already because it, it resonates in my head with a lot there was um 
there was these kids fighting. Uh, it was like a video. Somebody was recording. There was these kids fighting, mm-hmm. right? And then, like, um, in the background, you see this guy walking up. And I always, when I seen him walking up, he looked like a DMX kind of guy. He had mm-hmm. a beanie on, kind of like homeless looking dude. Yeah, I think you mentioned that Yeah, before, he yeah. walks right up to these kids and he's like. I know your parents. <laughs> yeah, I know your fucking parents. What are you guys doing here, you know? Like, if you, your parents work hard. You live in a great fucking neighborhood in a big house, you yeah, know? Yeah, exactly. And then uh, he, he calls out the kids, and he's like, you see, these these aren't your friends holding that cell phone up recording you? They're mm-hmm. not your friends. Yeah. And I always say, like, that's what's so different from, like, my generation. We didn't have that shit. Yeah. There was no fucking phones. There was none of that shit. No. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you had beef and you had a fucking Momich at the road tracks and yeah. had a fight, there was no one there to record it. Yeah. The people that there were either going to pick you up like they're like if they got your ass kicked, pick you up, or they're gonna hype you up when you win, mm-hmm. right? But there was it's so weird now. There's none of that. Yeah, everyone's trying to like get a, a million views, a million views. You know, yeah, everybody's just there for themselves. Whether and they can't, they try to leech off of opportunities that that come up. You know, and you know, there's something like what what you're saying about being genuine. And I'll give you a great example. Um, what's his name? Uh, Dogface. Right? Oh yeah. He was doing, I, now I've never followed him before, but he was doing all those videos. And then he's got that video where he's on a skateboard singing that just, fuck. Yeah, like, he's just vibing, like, drinking just cranberry like juice. Like being authentic. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And he fucking got paid off of it. Mm-hmm. And he stayed pretty much authentic. You that's, know, he, that's one he tried to jump the shark a little, right? Yeah. But <laughs> but he stayed authentic, you know? But that's, that's where your authenticity pays. Now, that dude, I don't know how old he is. I'm bad with age, but let's just mm-hmm. say he's 40. And it took him 40 years to get there. Yeah. You know? And so I think, Everyone's time comes. The thing is, are you going to be ready to answer the door when it's your time? Mm-hmm. That is true. They say uh, for me. Wait, they say for you. Like, in my in my opinion, okay. in my own. <laughs> Who's all these people in your head? Mental opinion. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I got m- multiple people in my head. Is that in order for you to be successful in life and for life to give you what you want and need? Is that you have to be a cheerful giver and a gracious receiver. Mm-hmm. So, Doctor Andrew Huberman actually um, gave the scientific. Um, I can't do that show, bro. No, you you can't. Fuck. No, he was in Joe Rogan too. Uh, I know, but I try to listen to it because he told me. I'm like, yeah, he's 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 a. I like listening to him because he came from a, not a great family but he came from a good family it's a it's and, a long you know, show though right yeah yeah he's he's uh he was a skateboarder one of those skateboarders and he's all tatted up but he doesn't show it yeah, yeah i i re- i seen one show over there somebody had asked him and he says he never shows them yeah it's it's uh i think what you're talking about is the uh, modern mentor uh, the, i just i know i had podcast. him yeah i think yeah. i had him and i was listening to that one but he said that he read one of the articles about gratitude and he's like, oh, fucking gratitude, you know, like being thankful during Thanksgiving and all that stuff. But it's it was more than that. When he dove in deep and he started studying it, he said that people who actually receive graciously have a higher serotonin level within their minds, within their head, in their brain, which is so fucking true. Because, like, for example, if you wait, give... If wait, you, let me, before you go, how do we... How do you receive graciously? Give me an example. Do you like, know one? I, okay. I don't one, want to put you on the spot, but I just kind of know. One example know. is that when when you receive graciously, you, when when someone gives you something, like for example, you gave me like that fucking GoPro shit, right? Mm-hmm. That gimbal. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I said, thank you. You know, like that's, fu- <laughs> that's, that's, I still use it, but it's like, 
I feel good by receiving it, but you also feel good when I said thank you. I can use this. You okay. know, that's that's a, being a gracious receiver. Yeah. Instead of saying like, I used to do this when people want to to help me, I say no, it's okay, and that that already shuts them off. It's kind of like a rejection, saying that I don't need your help. Interesting. Okay. Right. And and of course you'll feel bad, yeah, especially I, when you when you want to give something, and they they don't want to receive it. You think that it's it's giving them. Uh, something positive, but no, it's actually negative. Yeah, I took it a different way. I think I I learned this. Um, it it took me long to learn this, but like when someone gives you a compliment, mm -hmm. like just say thank just you, receive it. Yeah, yeah, just say thank, thank you. you yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, um, and I, you know, we always talk about how, especially men or guys, we don't give each other enough compliments because <laughs> we're all like, oh, what the fuck you mean? It's like, damn, bro, you yeah. got a nice shirt. Yeah, fucking that bro, is that a medium? <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. And we think the worst, right? But like, I think with what you're saying, uh, being gracious to receive compliments is, is, is important too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It does change your, 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 your mental state a little bit when you can say like, Oh, thank you. You know, yeah, definitely without the need to just say sorry or without the need to have to like fire back a comment, a compliment mm -hmm. too. Right. Yeah. Like you don't need to do that because someone like, yeah, I always thought about it before how my mind worked before it changed is that when someone helps me, I have to help them tenfold, but it's not necessary like that. You shouldn't think like that. Always. Bro, I gave you a gimbal. You got to <laughs> give, give me a drone. That's how it fucking works, bro. <laughs> I was talking to my buddy Mario the other day. Oh, you know, yeah. Mario, yeah. <laughs> you know, he, uh, <laughs> He, he takes like pictures of stuff, but he had a drone. And Didn't was, you say that he crashed his fucking drone? No, somewhere? no, no. Oh, he, okay. he was taking, it was on a cliff and he was doing like aerial above the Fuck, beach and he lost anxiety. it in the water. <laughs> Fuck. And so I was talking to him a couple days ago and he's like, he goes, yeah, he, he bought dollars. <laughs> I think it was 1200 bucks. Oh my God. Yeah. So he bought another one. Right. But he's like, every time I take it up on the water, like my stomach hurts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because you fucking lost the freaking drone. Crazy. Fuck, right. Dude. But that's the cost of actually pursuing your dreams, right? If you want to be some, if you want to be good at something, you have to risk a lot. There's a right? ri the inherent risk on, with yeah, everything, right? Everything, even yeah. like training. People don't realize, like, um, if you train, let's say you like going to the gym, mm -hmm. you, you're gonna miss out on a lot of shit and not hang out with a lot of mm -hmm. people and do a lot of things when you start taking care of yourself. People say you're selfish. I disagree mm -hmm. because I think your your number one priority should always be you. Yeah, and sometimes as men, we're we're, th we're taught that um, to always give the priority to somebody that we're with, right? Like, mm -hmm. let's say you, you have a girlfriend, like, oh, make her your priority. Mm -hmm. Like, you should always be your priority. Now, yeah. don't be a dick. You know what yeah. I mean? But yeah, like, take care of yourself. Like, hey, I like going to the gym. Then go to the fucking gym. Yeah, if you, you want to spend time with me, let's go lift. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> I need a spotter. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I could I could add on to that is that when you start working within yourself and yourself throughout this life when you start working and becoming more authentic to yourself and heal yourself i think it will come out outwards it takes work though it old, takes a lot of fucking work and back and forth i always feel old habits die hard so it's oh, e definitely it's easy yeah. to go back to something that you've done before mm -hmm. um, i think that's why drug addiction and those people have such a hard time because they know what it feels like to be there so that it's okay to go back mm-hmm yeah. yeah, I think it's the process of being aware. It's like if if you 
know what the triggers are yes. and if you know how to backtrack and get away from it then good but if you actually do it be kind to yourself don't don't say oh fuck i fucked up might as well fucking go downward spiral right because that's what happens <laughs> mm. that's what happens with addiction because i used to be addicted to some stuff you know and what happens is that when we start becoming more hard on ourselves the harder we fall yeah but if you're kinder to yourself, it's like, oh, I fucked up today, but that's good. You know, I'm going to try my best not to fuck up again. You know? <laughs> it reminds me of that meme. There's like this big bodybuilder guy and he's mm-hmm. like, that's what we fucking do. And it's, <laughs> it says something on there like, when you fuck up your, your week of good eating on a bad binge on Saturday, you know? like <laughs> Yeah, it's all good, though. That's what we fucking do. Yeah, just don't, don't do it every day. It's okay to eat like trash one day to just feel like, okay, but your body will tell you like oh bro like you need to not do that because you're fucking up your gut whatever yeah you know you feel fucking lethargic i think you're right though i think we're too hard on we're too hard on ourselves we have mm-hmm. to be like kinder to ourselves mm-hmm. i mean going through going back to the softer generation there are some positives that they came up with where like you know they've shed light on things that we normally don't talk about uh like mental health mental health mm-hmm. definitely that's a big one um you know like our own identities that's a big one too because majority of the time like back in the day we hide our ident- identities like like what do you mean like you mean- for example our sexuality like you know some people like they hide it and they get they get um put on a this you know the crowd to be judged because they're different i never really understood why we make such a big deal yeah. of, of like um like let's say uh people's gender pre uh preference it's the uh, religions i know but like religions. yeah like yeah like i always to me i always be like i don't give a fuck what you do on your own time mm-hmm. do you know what i mean it doesn't yeah. fuck why do we care one one thing that i look at what's crazy is that people always like hey jeff how come you're hanging out with that person and i'm like dude i see some good in him and they're a good person their character that's all i care about i don't give a fuck what you do on, like inside the fucking bedroom that's none of my fucking business what what i care about is how you treat me and how you treat others if i see that that's that's it like i if think you're that's kind that should me, matter like, but yeah the, i think character character counts right and character like, counts a lot you know i don't know we're just missing i think we're missing so much and i don't know i i want to say there's some good takeaways like you said from from the soft generation right mm-hmm. and there, there's some you know, good things that came out from the hard generation too, the hard pavement generation, you know. Now, we think participation medals suck, but what if they've proved to be beneficial in 10 years? You think so? I, I don't know. I, I do know. Okay, so let me play devil's advocate. I, okay. I do know that you have to have a drive in you or someone someone to put gasoline in your engine to drive you when you don't win. Mm-hmm. Because... um failure is inevitable yeah failure is inevitable but your ability to to get your ass back up and go not everybody carries that yeah right now um if you don't put the work in and you show up and you get blown out let's say let's say you don't you train once a week and then you go to tournament and you fucking lose mm-hmm. and you're mad about it you got to be mad at how much work you put it now if you went in there let's say you're going four days a week and you still get burned out or blown out then you can be like, fuck, then I'm doing something wrong or I got to figure out a pattern. But uh, I always wonder uh, if not everybody can pick themselves up. 
Yeah. And I think one thing we should do is normalize failure. Because failure is how many times you failed in life? A lot. Yeah, I, but we I don't. so much. We, you know what we do? We only we only celebrate the success and the victories, right? Yeah, we we don't We're celebrate. Like, ah, fuck, yeah, exactly. I fucked and crashed my car, man. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, exactly. We should, though. Yeah, we don't celebrate the uh, things that we actually tried and failed. It, it reminds you of that. <laughs> you know, we talk shit about fucking the sub generation, but like, um, it's always like. It, like let's say somebody crashed their car on the island, mm-hmm. and some some somebody would drive by and roll the window, and be like, "Hey, you can't park there." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Fuck, dude!" <laughs> there are a bunch of savages, dude. I I, I kind of like it, <laughs> but because there's it adds a lot of humor to like how life. I know, is. but if that was you, you'd be pissed. Yeah, I would be pissed. Yeah. You know, but sometimes like when things happen, and it's inevitable that things will happen to you. You know, bad things do happen to good people, vice versa. Good 100%. things happen to like good things happen to bad people too. So it is the process of balancing of being serious and not serious. You yeah. Know, when I, I, I do feel I do feel I do think <laughs> um the one thing that's universal is laughter. Yeah, definitely. So if yeah. you if you can just figure out how to have a better heart and be more compassionate with people, like it goes a long way. Mm-hmm. Not only that, it's uh, the the process of empathy. We have this uh, this great fucking talent. All human beings have is that unless you're a fucking psychopath, is the mirror neurons, meaning that you can actually empathize with someone just by seeing what happened to them, mm. right? So when we actually can say like if you tell me a story and i empathize with that i can see your point of view if we don't shut that out completely if we actually okay let me let me hear this guy's story instead of saying no fuck you you're wrong <laughs> right yeah it, that's that's the generation now it's like what we what they do is like they say no fuck you you're wrong your ideas are wrong your beliefs are wrong my ideas are superior than yours like, it's always like that. It goes like that. Instead of saying, like, oh, okay, I see your point of view. Even though I disagree with it, I do see your point of view. And, you know, thank you for sharing. And I can actually, maybe we can tackle this problem together in two different views. Well, do you, is there a, is there a correlation between, look at, I just changed the word from think. Yeah. Hell is yeah. There, <laughs> is there a correlation between um, the hard generation and soft generation, but... Not in a good way where um, the hard generation is um, too scared to let their guard down. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. yes, you're right. It's you're weird right. because what you say, is, yeah. it's interesting how you how you um, you phrase it now. But I was thinking like um, I let's say um, let's say this MacBook. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm doing something and then you'd be like, hey, do you know how to have you do you know how to uh, cop uh, the shortcuts for copy and paste? Right, and I'm control like, alt delete. I'm <laughs> kidding. Yeah, no, no, yeah. But do you know what? I, no, like, you, hey, do you know the shortcut for? I'm like, uh, and I think most of the time, be like, oh yeah, I know. And then you'd be like, oh okay, yeah. And instead I, of explaining it, well, what, what we should be more more open to do is like, uh, which ones are they? I, I know some, but which ones do you know? Mm-hmm. Because what if they know something totally different, or they can show you something that you do. Um, but make it more efficient or more effective just because they had one little extra step that you did or did not do. Mm-hmm. But we're so, I think sometimes, uh, even as men, we're so scared to put our guard down because then we look stupid. 
right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh shit, you don't, fuck, dude, you don't know how to like command C, command V? Mm-hmm. Like, fuck, no, what is that, right? Yeah. But then again, we have to be good teachers. Like, like you said, we have to be good teachers, but good students. Yeah, exactly. And it goes back to what you're saying, like giving and receiving. Yeah, that's that's in life in general. Yes. It's like you, you have to be a good giver and a receiver. And sometimes like if you own up to the weakness that you have, you're actually a strong person. But people always get it backwards. They always think that like if you're you're just guarded, you're strong. It's, which is yes. totally fucking I, I think it makes you strong. Like I, I'll be the first to admit, like my uh like my sarcasm save saved me from a lot of places mm. in life, right? But yeah. it, it saved it saved me. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm sure there was like some people that it did not help or did not favor along the way. And I mean, I can only, I don't even know who they are because I think when you're growing up in such a hard environment, you don't really give a fuck about anybody but yourself. Mm-hmm. Right? And and of course, you don't. You, your guard is constantly up because you want you want to let everybody know that there's nothing they can use against you. So like, you don't want to seem weak, right? Oh, yeah, that, like exactly. That's what the because hood tells you, right? Because that's that's uh, your survival technique. Yes, you know. But now it has changed. The survival techniques that you have learned and uh, implanted subconsciously becomes maladaptive. And therefore, it becomes uh, a thing in society where like, okay, like you're considered weak because you're not showing, you know, like you can let your guard down and be open to new ideas. I think that's what happens is everybody's so guarded. Everybody, I don't not not enough now though. It's weird. You, you know, you have this generation who doesn't won't do anything. You know, mm-hmm. they like they want to walk into a restaurant and complain on Yelp. Mm-hmm. You know, as opposed to like, hey, dude, you're buying a fucking one dollar burger. Shut the fuck up and get your burger and go. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, yeah, they want to like, oh, my pleasure. They want a my pleasure burger. You know, but like, I I think it's also a balance too. Like for me, when when I actually get bad services in in restaurants, I kind of. I just empathize, you know, I said, okay, this guy's having a bad day. You just don't know, right? You never know what a person, like, because when we see a server, we just see them as a server. We don't see them as a human being. And when, when people just see them as what they are at that moment, judge that book, instead of saying like, okay, maybe if I was in their shoes, I would fucking hate this job too. (laughs) Like, bro, like, I will fucking hate freaking doing table service because of sometimes, fucking karen <laughs> sometimes it backfires though yeah you know why because sometimes i'm fucking nice and then because i'm not demanding they, you don't get as much service as the people that are very demanding but so be it I but mean, it's weird though yeah i know it's weird you but, know what i'm saying though right but you don't have to change yourself just because the way someone treats you in my opinion is that stick to your authentic self and you know if you do get bad service cool you know what about what about uber drivers that ask you for tips okay it's like i'm just gonna tip them as what they deserve (laughs) in my opinion that's my perspective right a lot of that stuff's weird yeah it it is weird but do you know what do you know what tip stands for what do you know yeah it stands for i i believe i believe it stands for to to ensure promptness hmm really Mm -hmm. hmm interesting yeah, that's that's, and so typically you would tip someone so you can get your typically. stuff. Typically, <laughs> yeah, right. You tip yeah. someone so you can get your stuff faster. Like, yeah, like uh, oh here, there it is, right there. Hey, dude, it's fucking no. mosquito, fucking. We can close this shit. <laughs> no, it's want. all good, bro. Fuck it. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> but like, you don't have to change your authentic self to but, but appease. You do have, you do have to work to on yourself, people. though. Yeah, definitely. Every you day. know, like if one thing I I talked about before is that if the people around you leaves you, there's a reason why because it's their time to get off the elevator. Yes, like your yes. analogy, right? When people don't stick by you through your worst. It's time to get like it's their time to be off of your life. That doesn't mean they're your enemy. It means that their time served within your life is done. Vice versa. Well, right. There can also be a hidden sign there too, right? So, if you start noticing good people get off your elevator, then you may have to fucking hit the emergency fucking pause button mm-hmm. and and reflect on yourself a little. Yeah. But people don't want to do that. I think sometimes. Uh, the elevator analogy is great, but it's also one for self-reflecting mm-hmm. because people may be getting off because you're the toxic one. Mm-hmm. And so you have to figure out how to be better as well. Yeah, exactly. And then if you really want them in your life, of course, you see the, yeah, like reflecting upon yourself is very important. You know, that's why I always bring back that analogy of a mirror where I see a mirror in everybody. The reason why we stick to peop- with people... Like that bear that fucking seen that mirror in the forest? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I hate myself, fuck you. He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> but we have that that um, amazing talent of, you know, seeing ourselves in other people. That's why we connect, because we're, there's some similarities within bo- between both of us, vice versa, to anybody in our life. We're both on the island. <laughs> But you are a compilation of the people that you surround yourself with, the people that you have interact with. That becomes you. That's why you become an authentic person because you take certain stuff that from this person, certain stuff from that person, a fucking idol that you look up to. You take up the positive things that benefit you and you become a different being. Yeah. You know, a different character. So you take those traits. Yeah. You just kind of figure out how to be the best version of yourself yeah whether you came up hard or soft mm-hmm. but i think you just have to realize that your experiences are not going to be what someone else experiences yeah exactly even though you grew up together even though you're twins your experiences your perspective is totally different even though if you like you know you grew up in the same fucking household your perspective on things is different and that's what makes it beautiful is is that the authenticity of other one person to another kind of you can share it and that's what we like to do yeah got him coach he's burning (laughs) (laughs) i am curious though to see um if if in 10 years like the uh participation medal smells good (laughs) smell like burnt fucking (laughs) hair (laughs) like if the participation medal um generation fares fairly well or not that's uh, I, I do think they have or they lack an ability to think because some of these people whatever the media is out there that's what they believe mm-hmm. right yeah. even though they know they fucking lying to you it's like everywhere mm-hmm. i think that's how we were uh when we were younger right we were very impressionable and everybody we just, we just we just absorb whatever is around us and we just take it as such instead of questioning Saying like, hey, you know, like, is this really true? Let me I know, but it's so it weird. Out. Like, they want, like, imagine you're six years old and they're letting you tell, hey, well, do you want to be a boy or a girl? 
Oh God! Right, but I think I, that, I, I think I wasn't even worried about that when I was I, six. That's what I'm I saying. I didn't give a shit. I was like fucking eating mud, playing <laughs> outside. Fucking I think there's the gotta dirt. be. I think there's gotta be a time. I mean, a lot of the, I think it's important to have information, but I think they're just trying to shape young minds too soon. Yeah, they're trying to like mold them. Like, like you gotta let these fucking kids be kids. Exactly. Let yeah. them fucking color in school. Yeah. Don't don't worry about. It. Let them eat the crayons. Fuck yeah, you it. can't Fuck. be eating crayons at fucking twenty one. You know what I mean? Like, do that. That's sh- what happens. I well, that, I know when when you actually mold them too early in a way where like, oh, you need to think about yourself. You know, you, you gotta you gotta start fighting the the negative things that are happening within this world, and you're like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> you're too fucking worried. I. People should just be a be- do a better job of being good parents. Yeah, like making sure their kids have memories of being a kid. Yeah, exactly. You know, you know, like uh, some people, like kids nowadays, are too worried about politics, fucking popularity, to, popularity. I'm like, bro, like, come on, just experience your own life first. You know, like try to do the things that you like. Spend time with your friends or whoever, your family, and just enjoy it. Well, look at everything we see, though. Like every girl's fucking like on social media, typically fairly. Odd. You got these dudes with like like the Liver King with thirty eight pack abs. <laughs> he's that fool's not eating liver. No, he's not just he's eating liver. He's not eating liver he's and injection in his ass. Yeah, shit. Like, you know what I mean? But it's it's weird. Mm-hmm. It's just one of those things that. I think in 10 years, we'll look back and be like, oh, fuck. Yeah, we hope. We hope that they could self-reflect and see that the way they used to think was fucked up. Because yep. I remember when I was a fucking 21 or 16-year-old, my fucking hormones was out of whack. Like, dude, I was fucking just being a fucking guy. And I'm like, fuck, like, I can't put this shit down. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. <laughs> and when, when, when things are happening that way, you can't think straight. You know, yeah. you can't think straight when when something internal is wrong with you. Yeah, there, there is some good things about the what's this call it the soft culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like you said, there is some good things like mental health is important, right? Very important. Like yeah. the like uh, having a people or a number you can call is important. Um, I mean, there's you can find typically uh, like a group for anything you want to do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Hey, I want to ride my bike in a fucking rabbit outfit. I'm sure there'll be a group out there that does that. Do you think? We have what? You're still the, in my same, the same culture as back then, but we just, ma- like the media and social media just magnifies certain stuff, or has it changed dramatically? I think it's always, so, I think it's always been the same, except the amount of, the amount of information and how fast you get it is different. Mm-hmm. Because back in the day, when a kid was missing, he'd have a fucking face on a milk carton. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. That motherfucker's gone. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like now, it's a fucking Amber Alert. Yeah, do, but do you know phone, what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, um, like um, the process of delivery just, has speed sped up. Yes, and so um, the the media is only give you all the bad information right now. Like, right, 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 right. Because that's that's what uh, attracts the most. Yes. When when you he- when you see positive things, you're like ah. You know, it's whatever. But there's, I mean, have, finding some good people that do good things, like, uh, you know, nobody wants to hear that shit. Yeah, exactly. You and know, only during the holidays. Oh, I'm volunteering at the fucking or kitchen. Thanksg- yeah. Thanksgiving. Yeah. yeah. But what about the rest of the year, asshole? These fucking yeah. people need to eat. This fucking savior complex. Oh, I'm participating in a soup kitchen. Yeah. Like, so, bro, like, what about your day-to-day basis? 
Like, n- nobody talks about, like, Akon. Nobody talks about Neo. Why? What about them? Because they go to Africa and they provide fucking electricity towards the people who, who need them. But they don't want to publish They should that. be going to fucking Detroit. Have you seen that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's weird. There's so much here, but it's lacking so much because there's everything's a fucking business here. Everything. Like, homelessness is a business. Definitely. Right? I, I, I mean, I don't know this for sure, but I bet you if you audit some of those people, they're getting tons of government money. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And so I think it's, everything's a business. Abusing it and just being lazy and not not being a true character like how they used to be. Mm-hmm. Because I remember there are some politicians that were true and authentic within themselves. And when they spoke, they were true and authentic too. And you can feel it. But once money gets involved, that's when they get corrupted. Yeah. They change because the necessity of their own family. And, of course, they're looking out for themselves. And that's what everybody does. They they always look out for themselves before they help out others, right? But this they, ties into what you said earlier as well. I think uh, now money is important, right? Mm-hmm. But people lose their identity. And then um, and once they lose their identity, they, their identity becomes um, what, what they? Th- oh shit! There what, you go. Yeah, what they think <laughs> they are, mm-hmm. right? So you start making all this money. You, oh, get nicer clothes, nicer car. You know, they get lost and they keep chasing that dream. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like a, a chasing after something that is intangible. Where like you want to, it's like going back to addiction, right? You want to, like people who are addicted, they want to feel the same feeling they had. Back in the day when they first tried it. But they'll be forever chasing that. Mm. A fucking event doesn't repeat twice. It only happens once. It's right there. Like by your elbow somewhere. Motherfucker. It flew, it flew that way. It, it only happens one, once in a lifetime. No event is, is the same. Even though if it's like the, the results is the same. Like in science, right? You're a scientist. Like no event is always constantly the same. Right. Yeah, they're similar in some sorts, but they're not the same. Even though when you take some paper and copy it, yeah, it's similar. It's the same, but there are some stuff that are missing. A little lighter. Like if you take yeah. a copy of a copy, it becomes a little and lighter. And then a copy of a copy, yeah, and that's, a that's what happens. Yeah. It gets diluted, and you focus on things that that attracts to you the most. And that's what happens with... Also, you know, like the media, social media, they take bits and pieces that attracts the most. So to tie that in, do you think the hard generation tried to be nicer and it got and it became a copy of a copy? We ended up with this super soft generation where we're trying to include everybody and everything. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Because uh, it gets diluted to the point where like, okay, we should be this. Because, you know, this is the cause and effect, but that's not really necessary. The outcome is not always that. So we're trying to find, figure out a different outcome, but it's kind of just dragging it down. But I think there's a bouncing back. Yeah, I, I wonder how different so. it would be if we just remove religion from everything. It seems to be such a, yeah. such a driving point. No, not remove religion, per se, is that one thing I could say about this is that we should remove our way of helping others meaning that if you want to help someone don't impose your ideas and do not try to 
say my way is the best way because they might know something that you don't. But what if your way is better? How would you know that it's better uh, based upon your own pers- perspective? I, I think based on experience, I, it would be something like I, the, when you said that, I was thinking like, okay, let's say um, you wanted to change your oil. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, you're, and like, you're like, oh, no, no, I just crawl into my car and loosen it up. And I was like, you know, fucking jack your car up. Mm-hmm. The fuck? No, no, I, I'm, that's a waste of time. I just do it right from the floor. Mm-hmm. But see, life is more complicated than changing oil from a car. Have you changed oil? That shit yeah. gets everywhere. That's yeah, it gets everywhere. Is. It does. That's life. Yeah. <laughs> life. But I'm saying, I'm saying like, it's more complex than crawling under a car or jacking a car and, you know, chain, taking out the bolt to freaking change the oil. It's, it's more, uh, more like crazy than that. But what I'm saying is that, yeah, you can take, you can give someone your, your ad- advice, but do not connect yourself with that advice. Meaning that do not impose that advice. If they don't want to receive it, it's okay. You Let know it what, be. You know what I started doing is asking people if, like, well, there's two things. Like, you have to really listen to somebody, and depending on their tone or how they're talking about it, sometimes they just want to talk to you about what they're going through. They don't, yeah, yeah. They don't want your advice or your input. Yeah. And if it seems like they want your input, then you have to ask them, like, hey, can I give you how I would do it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, ask permission first. Yeah, ask permission, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And then... I think that really sets uh, sets the field where, like, okay, if the person says, yeah, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they'll say, yeah, because they don't want to be rude. Mm-hmm. And you can tell. But, like, I think sometimes if, if you ask, then people's mind open up a little more. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. A great example is, uh, um, like, whenever I do anything, like, let's say, with a gun and somebody says, oh, let me show you. How, you know how to do it? And most people are like, yeah, I know how to do it. I know how to load it. And I'm like, I, I'd be like, no, show me how you do it just in case it's different. Yeah. You know, <laughs> getting attacked here. Yeah, dude. They love me according <laughs> according to my twenty three me. <laughs> you know, oh mosquitoes love you. Yeah. Oh shit, for real. What 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 is the uh, the genetic thing that mosquitoes like? Uh, probably. Uh, ooh, we got you. I seen that up motherfucker over there. Uh, I feel him. Here, but, just uh, just hold it over there. Yeah, got oh, him. Oh, oh shit. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> got him, coach. Fuck you. Oh shit, he's still popping. Oh, oh, there he is, right there. Oh, oh, run right there. <laughs> you got him bare hands. Oh shit. Oh, damn, oh. dude. Just what are we in San Diego? Damn. <laughs> it's like Fourth of July. <laughs> but you're right. Like if if they want to receive it, then it's it's cool. But if they don't, it's also cool. Let them yeah. be. You know, like like what we said, the soft pavement generation. We coddle them too much. You know, we, we don't want them to make mistakes the same as us. Yeah. But the mistakes is what builds character. Sometimes those fucking scars on your knees and elbows oh, fuck yeah. are important. I think it's like the process of uh, wabi-sabi. You ever heard of that? No. So the process of wabi-sabi, it's actually a pottery technique in Japan where they take a broken pot and put gold on the cracks. Ah, Yes. If you see a regular pot, it's boring as fuck. But when you see those cracks, you're like, wow, how, how did this crack broke? And that gives a story. There's mm-hmm. a storyline to that. And everything, What is it called? Wabi Sabi. Well, sounds like a yeah. restaurant. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but um, those cracks gives a story. Like the scars that we have that we carry within us gives a story. And it gives an authentic story because it's your story. Nobody else can have it. 
even though if if you had the same experiences as someone else, it's not the same. It's completely different. It's yours. I have that analogy. I have an analogy that's similar mm -hmm. like that, but with kids. Like I always feel like uh, if have you made people like if you have kids, right? Like mm -hmm. um, they're the, they're this ball of clay, and your job is to shape them into this elegant vase. Mm -hmm. So you spend your life shaping this ball of clay into this vase, mm -hmm. knowing that eventually it's going to crack and chip, but you hope that you laid a good enough foundation where it stays upright, mm -hmm. right? And so. Uh, how that ties in, I feel like um, we've come to a generation where everyone feels entitled. Uh, they feel like um, they shouldn't have to struggle as hard and they shouldn't have to work as hard. But is that going to keep them standing when times get really, really tough? Yeah. I always said like during COVID, you know, they locked everybody out. Can you imagine if COVID hit the Internet? <laughs> and there was no fucking internet? Yeah, exactly. Some of these motherfuckers would be lost, right? Yeah. Like you, people wouldn't be able to do shit. Mm-hmm. I know I I'll be okay because I know how to use a Rolodex. Yeah, <laughs> we become like our generation. The new gen generation has be become so awkward and disconnected from reality, the physical side of reality, because they're too connected with the cybernetic side. Yeah, which is okay. Which is okay, yeah. but there should be a balance. You know, you should know how to talk to people. Have you ever not talked to like a fucking new generation? Now it's kind of hard. I mean, it's not because I'm getting older, but trying to connect with them, you have to connect with them in such a way where, like, you're on top of the the trend within social media, mm. right? Yeah. Like, you have to talk to them that way. Like, like with a dance? You do a TikTok dance with no, them? No, not a TikTok dance, <laughs> but the slang. Yeah, I get the it. The different slangs that they have, you know? Don't worry, like, yeah. our, our slang will come back. Uh, yeah, definitely. Come full circle. Even they'll, the be start saying they'll be start saying psych. Motive. Psych, motherfucker. Motive. <laughs> I just don't know how we fix it, you know? I mean, I definitely... Time will tell. I definitely think that there's some pros and cons, but I, sometimes I feel like there's more cons. Mm -hmm. I do, but I do agree, like, inclusion is super important, especially mm -hmm. in this nation where we're just a diverse nation. Mm-hmm. Like inclusion is important, but Very important. you got to do it um, in a right way, right? Yeah, in a loving way, in an em empathetic way, where you actually see their point of view, and you, when when someone gives their point of view, you have to respect it. You know, that's one thing we lack is respect of other people's point of view. We just disregard it. Yeah, you know, especially when when it's a point of view where it's across the fucking mountain. You know, some people's point of view is so fucked up that you're like, oh, fuck that guy. You know, instead of saying like, oh, I kind of I see their point, but, you know, I don't agree with it, but that's okay. That's know? okay, yeah. yeah. If it doesn't harm you or affect you. Yeah. It, as long as you're not hurting anybody, that's cool, man. But if you're that, hurting someone, that's not cool. <laughs> yeah, or if you're putting someone's, like, life, like I always say, like, let's say with drugs. Mm -hmm. Like, let's say if someone wants to do, like, you have a friend who's fucking a drug user. Cool. Yeah. yeah. If they're fucking nice, who cares, right? Mm -hmm. But don't carry your shit on me if you're in my car. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, <laughs> like you, you can do whatever you want on your own time. Hundred percent. If you're around me, like you should respect my boundaries too. Yeah. It's the concept of respecting each other's boundaries, right? If you if people do that instead of crossing boundaries and saying like, "Hey, bro, you should do this," like, <laughs> but that's fog, man. Like. All social media is like that. Mm -hmm. Think of it like, like Joe Joe Rogan's really influential, right? But mm -hmm. even fucking, it's funny because I've seen it. Uh, like George St. Pierre was doing knees over toes shit. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I just added this knee over toe shit, you know, <laughs> like this motherfucker, you know, like, but it's weird, right? So everyone, everyone wants to start doing that, but like genetics plays a big part. Yeah, big part. And Definitely. I think you have to realize, one, you have to self-evaluate and self-assess mm-hmm. and know your, know your, like we talk about knowing your triggers. You also have to know your limits. Yeah. You have to right? just be aware of everything that's going on within you Yeah, and out, outside of you. Yeah. If you're aware if the process of awareness of knowing what's good and bad for you, because the good and bad for me is not the same for you. Mm-hmm. It's totally different. Like the bad things for me, it might be good for you, like vice versa. So, you know, but the thing is, it's like, I respect that you like that thing that you like. And then you like, like, I like the things that I like. Like, you know, you don't need to impose anything. Hey, bro, you should do this. Yeah. You know, I could take the fucking you know like the advice but i don't need to do it no you don't yeah and it's and it's okay to do so you know you don't have to constantly nag at them like hey bro did you try it hey, bro did you try it hey, bro that's that's <laughs> a good social media you can there's so many things you can learn to do and mm-hmm. not and not do right so uh, i remember i used to post pictures of my meal prep all the time mm-hmm. and then people would be like well you always fucking posting pictures of your food and i was like it's really it's not really the food it's really to show you that it takes so much work to get there mm-hmm. yeah Right. And not only that, it's your social media. But that, well, that's the thing. Everyone thinks because they're included, they think they can, they're fucking free to say whatever they want. Mm-hmm. And I'm fucking quick to check people. Like, but you know your repercussions, and you own those things, right? But people, but I'm telling you, people like you can check people on there, but because they're not in your face, they think they're okay, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, but you know, like just just knowing that there's repercussions to the things that you post and the things that you say within that is recorded. You already know what you're going to put yourself into. I, I always have, I have this one rule what? about posting stuff. Like if you have a small inclination that like, ah, oh, fuck, like that, mm-hmm. don't post it. Don't post it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Because sometimes you want to be funny, but at whose expense? Yeah. yeah. And like, uh, you have to think about, uh, you may post something and yeah, you'll get some laughs, but it may affect somebody. And, mm-hmm. that, and that happens. That's okay. Like sometimes you don't want to be offensive, but- uh, I think if you ever think like, oh, fuck, if you like. That's ha- the process of emp- being emp- empathetic towards others, right? Yeah. Because you see, you see their perspective. That's how you, you, you're you saying like, oh, I should not post that because that would trigger a lot of people. Yeah. And so, it's a process of love. Yeah. Yeah. Something you said is very important though. Like good, bad things happen to good people and you just have to know that that is always true in life. Mm-hmm. And like, struggle you, you, is okay too. Yeah. And, and maybe you one day, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like. We just we just have to one thing is that we have to teach the new generation on struggle and make sure that when you're struggling you have the right people around you to keep yourself up. Yeah. Just like that that vase and the the molding analogy, you know, once they become a vase, make sure that you have the proper people holding you up. Like when when you're in a struggling point, you don't want someone to beat you down at the same time. Yeah. Which is fucking. And sometimes uh, you don't want them to tell you anything. You just want yeah. them to like stand guard for you till yeah. you can get your ass up. Mm-hmm. Right. Lis- or listen to you. Yeah. You know, some people just wants to be heard and they want to be validated. That's yeah. the thing. People wants to be validated and everybody should be validated yeah. just based upon their point of view, whether it's uh, against your point of view or opposite of your point of view. They just want to be validated, you yeah. know, like one, one. But do you one, think that validation includes giving everybody a medal? Cause that's a form of validation. 
Kind of, yeah. It gives them a... Oh, a, so now you're a participation yeah. metal guy. Okay. <laughs> well, you said that there there might be a, you know, a positive that will come yeah, out. Yeah, I don't it, know. Right? Yeah. I, I don't know. I just know if I look at it, if I take a step back and look at it like, hey, um, what did the winners do in life? Like, let's say uh, there was this kid and he played, like, let's just say he was like baseball and he played baseball his whole life, won championship after championship after championship. He's one, he's one kid and there's like a team, right? Mm-hmm. So he won. Let's say he was the MVP. Oh, fucking pitcher of the year or whatever. Like he won, but did everyone else really win? Or were they fucking Uncle Rico? Did he really win though? Yeah, that's what I'm saying though. Yeah. Or did he Uncle Rico his life? Like, fuck, they should put me in that fucking fourth quarter. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's, that's what I wonder. I come across so many people from high school who are stuck in high school. That was their best times of their life. And so you sit there and you're like, oh, you were a jock or this or that. Like, they put a limit to themselves. Yeah. yeah. They, they put, they they put themselves more. in a box. Like mm-hmm. they thinking they're always going to win. But I, I have one thing I always tell myself. When you're winning, realize that winning is climbing up to the hill. You're almost at the hilltop. Mm-hmm. But every, every hill has a higher hill. Well, that or higher it has mountain. a valley and a peak. There's mm-hmm. a peak and a valley. So when you go up. Eventually, you got to come down. Mm-hmm. So what you do is on the way up, you 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 prep yourself for what's going to happen on the way down, right? So if you make a million bucks, don't spend them a fucking million bucks because on the way down, you may owe half of it. Yeah. Right? Taxes. Taxes, <laughs> life, everything. You know what I mean? And don't get twisted. Don't go on social media. They're going to have you ha- doing fucking S-Corps and LLCs yeah. and all this other shit with your, <laughs> with your fucking brand is making mm-hmm. 10 grand. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I mean, there's always... a. Uh, Ups and downs to things, but we gotta normalize the downs. Yes, that's one thing I we could I could say is that we gotta normalize failure where failure is okay. Well, we just gotta help each other out yeah. without wanting something. Exactly. Yeah. Right. It's we, so we, weird. We're we're so, you know, we don't help each other we, out. We are a give and take society where we want to just like oh, once we give something, we we expect something. That's why that's why um, the new generation is so, you know. Yeah, like they're entitled to things is because just because them existing, they didn't ask for this shit. <laughs> yeah, they don't ask to be born. <laughs> but <laughs> I'll tell you, who, I'll tell you who fucking who's uh, I believe hasn't got canceled is Dan Pena. <laughs> I love that fucking guy. I like that one guy where he says, you know, before we wrap up. But I like that one guy. He was like saying, like Dan Pena was asking somebody, like, what would you do? If somebody spit in your wife's face. You know, he asked the guy, and the guy's like, "Oh, I would ask him why he would spit. Why did he spit in her face?" And he's like, "You get your fucking moron. Go beat the shit out of that fucking yeah. guy. You don't ask him questions." I was uh-huh. like, "That's the difference, though. That's mm-hmm. I, I feel like those are the two different things, right? Like, yeah, because we're we're biological beings. Where if something triggers us and makes us mad, we just f- go off of that emotion. I, yeah, but there's a difference between anger and disrespect. Yeah. And I always tell people like I don't tolerate disrespect from fucking anybody. Mm-hmm. Like I don't give a fuck. If you don't if you want to talk shit or want to be disrespectful, I don't fucking need you. I'll cut you off. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? But I'll, I'll be the first to fucking throw down if I have my life dependent on it or if like some shit went down, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm fucking ready. Yeah. Yeah. Just got to be ready. Got to be ready. And also have people around you who who can actually support you when you're fucking down. Like the A team? Huh? Like the A team? Fuck yeah. <laughs> Freaking uh Mr. T. Um, the only one you know? <laughs> no, who else? Fuck. 
Fuck, I forgot. That's the only one. Wow. <laughs> he's the only one that sticks out, bro. I don't even know what the main guy was. I do know there's like... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, there's ha- there's Hannibal, because he was a good-looking dude, supposedly Hannibal. Okay, okay. okay. Um, Ma- I think Maverick was the other guy's name. Maverick is from fucking Top Gun, Nah, bro. I think they Come stole on, the bro. name, bro. <laughs> Should we fucking Google it? <laughs> All right, man. On a mental note, what do you take away from today? On a mental note is that do not impose your own ideas to people and don't give unsolicited advice. Okay. Just fair. listen to people. Listen. Listen and, and empathize with people and see their point of view. Fair. What about you, man? I think for a mental note, I, I think you have to make sure you work on yourself every day. So. Yeah. If you're going to be kind to people, the first person you got to be kind to is yourself. yourself. Yes. Because whatever you do to yourself is what you'll do to everybody else. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So just be kind to yourself. Be good. Yeah. Always be good and don't nice. cast Don't cast bad spells on yourself. Yes. <laughs> make sure when you start with I am, you become. So make sure it's good. Okay, fair. Fair. All right, <laughs> man. <laughs> later. Yeah, later. This podcast is also brought to you by our long-term sponsor, Cauliflower Nation, the world's largest social organization for any and all athletes with cauliflower ear. Cauliflower Nation has some sweet gear to show off your cauliflower ears. As a listener to this podcast, enjoy 10% off your order with the code NOTE, N-O-T-E, at checkout. Established in 2014, Cauliflower Nation is the official gear for anyone and everyone with cauliflower ear. Welcome to the nation, Cauliflower Nation. Visit them online at www.caulifloweration.com.